Oh, hello, you. I didn't see you standing there behind the mic. It was covering your your face. The fuck? I'm always sitting behind the mic. <laughs> well, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, in case you didn't notice, we're in episode five right now. We're recording. Yeah. So. I kind of figured because I'm, I yeah. am the one that set up the mics. So welcome back to Kosovo. We're on episode five. Uh, we didn't mention what we were going to be speaking to you guys about in this episode last week did we i don't know we we didn't we didn't have a topic ready yeah so we are actually gonna speak to you guys about all things salem massachusetts and psychic readings and our experiences with those two things because we actually just went to salem on tuesday it was fucking incredible um amazing had the best time we'll get into all that but before we do uh rudy my dear um how was last week's episode what was the tea, give us, let us know what the people said. The people, they all said amazing things. Well, anyways, so <laughs> <laughs> last week's episode, uh, we spoke about the end of the world and how you don't have any faith in humanity. Correct. W- Correct. Well, okay, well, I was to say, still, you, still feel the same still way. Still the same way, yeah. yeah. Okay, because I know you didn't say it word for word, but that's what I got out of it. Especially and, after the whole Ukraine and yeah. Rus- Russia situation. So definitely feel, I think it's intensified my feelings, actually. Yeah, I, I can see like that. Like AI needs to come through right now because <laughs> this is not working out. And um, but last week we did touch on the impact artificial intelligence it has on the world. Our take on how the zombie apocalypse would go. And my favorite, we play with the scenario that if aliens had had come to the Earth, uh, would they be sharing their technology with us or use had it? Had come to the earth. <laughs> or have come, had come. I know my English professor is probably like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. So if aliens were to come to earth, mm-hmm. would they share their technology with us or right. would they use it to wipe us out instead? Right. And with that being said, make sure you go listen to episode four. Yeah, it was really good. Um, just touch on things regarding apocalyptic uh, level uh, catastrophes that we could deal or face in the future, what we have uh, dealt and faced in the past as human, human, as humankind or humanity, humanity. Yes, what a, I'm just like you right now. Um, as humanity, and we've been able to overcome. Uh, so really good episode, um, really interesting. But let's talk about Salem. I'm really excited to get into this episode for many reasons, actually. What's funny, though, is that I never actually had Salem as a place on my list to visit. And I think I mentioned that to you while we were there. Like, I've heard about it and I knew um, what it was, um, what it was linked to uh, regarding the Salem witch trials, which has become such a big pop culture phenomenon as it is. And I get it now. I now that I've been, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm all about it. I recommend everyone to go. It was yeah, even if really you fun. Yeah, even if you don't know the whole history of it, it's yeah. still worth the trip. And if you don't, even if you don't believe in in witches or you know psychics or whatever, it's the history. It's so rich in history and so many uh, interesting things about it. Aside from just the Salem witch trials, um, obviously that's the center of attention. But yeah, um, beforehand, I'd, I I didn't get it, but I'm glad we happened to be in the area for work. So, Yeah, because like, I had already been to, to Salem, to the town of Salem before in the past. Um, I was under the impression that the witch trials did last about, you know, five or six years because it's very it's a very well-known topic in the Northeast. And it, apparently not well enough not, if you thought it went on for five years. Yeah, not well <laughs> enough. <laughs> but, you know, it does make sense that the witch trials rarely ever come up in our U.S. history books or classes. It does briefly. Briefly, yeah. yeah but I don't know if they cover it 
anymore anyway. I don't know. Probably but yeah, not, it yeah. does and and does it do, it did for me at one point, but you know, didn't pay attention. So mm, well, look at that. <laughs> so for me, like uh like I was saying, I had already been to Salem. My first time there was about four or five years ago. I you know I was working in the Boston area. My contract at the time, you know, had a stop in Boston around Halloween. So I did a thirty minute drive to Salem to check it out because I mean it's Halloween. It's Salem. Why the fuck not, right? And Halloween in Salem is a fucking madhouse. Like, yeah, that's what the the tourist guide actually mentioned that last year there was a, in the month of October alone they had like eleven million visitors, which is a lot for a tiny also, town. Like, how do you keep track of that? Nah, pff, no, yeah. no, anyway, no but that's what he said. So. Yeah, so like basically think of Mardi Gras without you know without the beads, beer, and the boobs. Just, and I imagine more fun because there's people are dressed up. Yeah, it's family friendly type of atmosphere. Yeah. People are dressed up. It's Halloween. You know, it's like a time for like, you know, sexy bunnies to come out, you <laughs> know, and play. <laughs> sexy witches. <laughs> and like back then, I didn't get the chance to do any walking tours or um, museums because, I mean, it was Halloween. I I had literally gotten there the week Everything of. Everything was booked. Everything was booked. And there is no way you can just walk in and be like, hey, I'm here for a walking tour. They're not, they're not going to help you out in that way. You're like, yeah, we're available in February. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, hindsight, I was in Salem for Halloween. And at least I could say that. That was my first time being in Salem. Right. Yeah. But you didn't really get to explore it or anything. Right. I was, so, I was literally walking around. A lot around. of the things that we did. This time around together was a first time for you. Yeah, so. yeah, because and I, we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, because back then I was walking around not looking what I not seeing or understanding what I was looking at back then. Right. So other than that, I d- I didn't know other than what I know well what I know now. But before that, I really didn't know diddly shit or diddly squat, however you say it. Uh, but I didn't know anything. Uh, little to nothing about the Salem Witch Trials itself. Uh, but we definitely made up for a lot of the not knowing because we did. All the tours, like all everything, of <laughs> all of all of them, everything that w- there was to do, we pretty much did. Um, do you want to tell people what we ended up doing? Yeah, yeah, we went to the motherfucking Salem uh, Witch Museum, which yeah. was, I mean, Salem motherfucking. Well, it was it was cool. Like I had never <laughs> been to it, and it was very informative and it was cool, a learning experience, and you know, con todo respeto, motherfucking Salem Witch House Museum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a night walking tour, which is pretty cool. That was, we Touched yeah. on a lot of history. It was raining a little bit. It like was spooky, night. Spooky we vibes. Had, yeah, like the, the guy had like a lantern, uh, and that was like, yeah, or, and he was a certified historian. Mm-hmm. To Salem. So, uh, to, for Salem. So, yeah, and uh, got a lot of cool information. The last thing we did, I think, was one of my main, uh, like, absolute favorite. I think it was yours as well. The we met with a psychic and did some card readings and palm readings. Yes, yeah. I, it was not my favorite. I think my favorite was the Salem Witch Trials Museum mm-hmm. because it was just such a good illustration of what happened and why it happened. But I think we should do a quick recap of what happened actually and what it is in case people don't really attention in history class like me <laughs> um so do you want to summarize it for us because you know you're such a great historian yourself so yeah gladly let me put on my i think i know what i'm talking about glasses here. all right i've seen those occasionally on yeah. rare, rare occasions you you tend to do a good job so okay <laughs> so go for it all right let me just jump right in so remember when i first said that i i thought the salem witch trials lasted about five or six years Yes. Yeah, try 14 months. Yeah. That was the entire duration. Overachieved there a little bit. A little bit. I mean, (laughs) so here's how this shit went down. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because it was a shit show. It really was. I feel so bad for them. (laughs) 
So back in the day, witches were considered evil, obvio, right? Uh, they were believed to have had sold their souls to the devil, and they ate children as part of any normal diet. Just like, you know, common belief, like today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the witch trials were believed to have started with a wealthy Puritan family known as the Paris family. Uh, the father, Samuel Paris, coincidentally was a minister in Salem. So the story goes that the Paris family needed help around the home, so they called for one of their slaves named I'm gonna I'm gonna murder this. Uh, I can't wait. Go for it. Tituba. 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 Yeah. Tituba. I wasn't that bad. I think like yesterday when we were rehearsing, you said. Uh, tituba, 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 and I'm like, like who the oh fuck my is God. that? <laughs> we need to talk about that. <laughs> so, tituba, 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 tituba yes. came to uh, Salem, Massachusetts, to help out the the Paris family. So you know she's you know there working, fucking it up, you know, uh, tending to the house, the kids, the children, uh, the chores. So over time she realizes that the children are starting to act funny. They're throwing these tantrums. They're walking around on all fours, barking, like, you know, like pretty much like a dog. Strange behavior. Things you didn't see, things that I think you would look at today and be like, okay, that's kind of normal or whatever. Like, but yeah, very uncommon things at that time. Right. And so the Paris, uh, Samuel Paris, the father calls for a doctor to come look at the, take a look at the children, see what's going on. So the doctor comes, does a full evaluation, and he literally just tells the family the children are physically healthy. Like, there's nothing wrong with them. What you need is someone above or beyond medical expertise. You basically, you need the church involved or a priest or someone because these kids are fucking out of control. Um, so with that being said... What any normal parent would do today, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah. But so. make sure their kids go through an exorcism. Oh, because that's what you do. Yeah, that's what you do. So when the priest comes, be great parents. (laughs) (laughs) So when the priest comes, he tries to get the kids to talk and ask them who did this to them. Because at this point, it's one of those like, this 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 just didn't happen. Somebody must have done this to you. And the kids, their response was Tatuba, Tatuba, the slave that came to help out the family. So she's taken into court where she says that. She has spoken with the devil herself, and she signed her soul away to the devil. That way she can have these witch powers and healing or what this dark magic available to her. But in doing so, her story goes to the courts that when she signed her soul away, she also saw the signature of other um People in the village. Right, people yeah. in the village. So basically she was accusing all these other people of also signing their souls away, basically saying they were also witches. Yeah. And that's... Be- She's that's like, how- I'm not going down alone. Right, I'm taking right. all y'all with me. Yeah. So that's basically how the Salem Witch Trials begins. Right, yeah. In fact, uh, Samuel Perez, the children's father, um, actually ended up catching uh, Tichuba performing a witch-like ritual. Uh, but she was doing it in favor of the children in an attempt to help them after everything that was unfolding. So Samuel Paris took this information as an accusation against Tichuba to pursue the charges against her in court. So, so well, here's one thing I want to touch on. I don't know if you remember, but the historian mentioned that Tituba, t- God, she was making a witch cake. That was the um, the the thing that uh, Samuel Paris saw her doing. The right. ritual yeah. was a witch cake, and. What is a witch cake, you asked, Joel? I'm glad you asked. So here's, the, I did some research on looking into it, and everything 
everything I found pointed to the exact same recipe. Basically, it's a cake made of rye meal, R-Y-E, rye meal, and urine pee from the person who's showing which like symptoms. Mm, that sounds so good. Yum. You have issues. Yum. So, <laughs> so this cake is obviously, you know, baked, whatever, and it's fed to the to a dog which is fucked up if you ask me but the dog <laughs> if the dog, dogs eat anything if the dog starts showing which like symptoms that means that the, if it starts barking like a like dog, a dog should yeah that means that it's a witch that person whose urine came from is a witch because i guess they, that makes sense right i guess they passed their witch virus disease or whatever down to the dog and so yeah that person is a witch Yes. So interesting to know. Um, my dog's a witch for sure. <laughs> Did you yeah, feed she's Lana? Um, but cake? more and more young children actually ended up, um, and young adults began stating the same things that were happening to the uh, to the uh, Paris family was starting to happen across the, the town, and it eventually led to the death of twenty six something people who died in consequences of the trials. But only 19 of them were actually executed for being witches. So it ended up being four, man, four men, and the rest of them were women. So lots of uh, witches and wizards there. Yeah, and wizards, wizards, I mean, they were just called witches at that time because wizards weren't, or the terminology wizards of, of a wizard wasn't around at that time. So they were just witches. Oh. Um, what's really sad about this situation to me is that it all began... It's, and it's something we didn't point out, but Tichuba was, Tichuba was a slave. Uh, she was a black woman who, you know, was taking care of the children, um, who at that time was only trying to help the children from whatever it is that they were experiencing. It was majorly because she was black, I feel like, and a woman, why she was accused to begin with. Um, I know the children obviously pointed their fingers at her, those little shits. Fuck them kids. But uh, women in general during this time were pursued um for being witches more than men so um it's in obviously you know it's in the name but approximately 40,000 people were killed for being witches and 75% of those people were women and yeah it is really sad because i mean here Tachuba is she didn't ask to be in Salem she was requested Forced, she was obviously. brought to yeah. Salem a black woman in a at the time in a 100% predominantly white community right she looks different obviously yeah. she's Her, probably the uh, i think the historian said that she was the, the only, only one the only black black woman, woman in in that town so off the get go she looks different from everybody she probably does not speak in the same uh dialect english as all the other puritans do because she was uh, overseas in another country before she came to salem so off the giggle, the odds are already against her. Yeah, and um, I remember asking our historian about our tour guide about what actually was causing the the hysteria and the quote unquote possessions because there had to be a logical and more scientific explanation, right? But unfortunately, because of the lack of evidence and documentation during that time, there really isn't a solid answer for it, just theories. But I did want to point out that one of them. Um, was something about the grain that was uh, that they were consuming, that they were eating, uh, was infected with some type of fungus that caused uh, that more so affected uh, younger minds, so younger adults' um, brains, and that's why they were acting oddly. And I think 
the term was that he said was ergot, E-R-G-O-T. Um, basically, like what you said, uh, fungus in the grains, you know, creates a virus or whatever that attacks the, the, the brain. But can you imagine if modern medicine was available back then? Like, the doctor would literally say, oh, dude, it's a fungus. Take two antibiotics. You'll be fine in a couple of days, you know? Right, like how different it would have played out, obviously. Um, I think it's also really important to note that the time period in which this happened, and you kind of touched on that al already, but this was a time before enlightenment happened, before modern medicine, before logic and science was used as a means to reason and explain a situation like this. Okay. So anything um, you did back then at this time um, could get you accused of being a witch. Having an argument with someone, you're a witch. Especially if it's a man... Uh, you know, and, and you're a woman and you're questioning a man, uh, you were accused of being a witch. Or you're a midwife and you lost a child during the birth process. You're a witch. And I mentioned those two examples because that's, you know, exactly what happened to two women at one point. Um, I probably would have gotten accused so many times, honestly. Like, I, I've definitely um, would have been burned alive or for, like, twerking or something <laughs> like that. I mean... They probably would be like, hey, hey you're a witch. You're a witch. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're moves, but you're a witch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, I'm rolling my eyes. They catch me slipping. I'm a witch. Or like, oh, you like pee-pee? Hella witch. You know? <laughs> you like pee-pee's hella witch? <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but yeah, I mean, it really is sad and unfortunate that this, you know, whole Salem witch trials happened. And the worst part, like you said, is that anyone could say some could say anything and right away. They're accused. I can, I can yeah. blame. I can, no, you're a witch. Whatever. You're crazy. Right. And. You know, they would people would go to trial and most likely mm -hmm. get sent to jail. And can you imagine, like, just I'm, I'm just kind of going back. Your next, you're word. thinking about the shit that you would do. Yeah, like for me, like, like what you would accuse people of being a witch for. Oh yeah, off the bat, I'm like, <laughs> you're if, so petty. If my house, if my house, the grass was not as green as my neighbors. You know what? No, fuck that noise. You're a witch. Your yeah. your grass is greener. I don't know how the fuck you did that. I, you know, we live in Texas. It's my grass is brown. Uh, I'm going too far into this. I live. I feel like you know, out of all the things that you would accuse a witch for, it's your grass you're thinking about right now. Well, you know, I like my coffee in my front yard and the grass. So <laughs> you're so old. <laughs> and uh, another thing, back then, if you ended up in jail, if you're found guilty for being a witch, you had to pay for the quote unquote comforts of jail, like meaning you had to pay for the bed the bed sheets, the chains. So even if you were found completely innocent of what ha was the ac accusation? Yeah, like later on in the witch Salem witch trials, uh, people were pardoned eventually. Oh, or, that's, yes. And Tichuba was actually pardoned. Yeah. Right, or and, and, she wasn't found guilty or what? I don't know how that worked out or something like that, but I know it was one of those main people, mm -hmm. uh, main characters in, in, in those Salem witch trials that were found innocent. It could have not been Tichuba. It could have been someone else. But they were found innocent, and they couldn't get out, though, because right. you, you, you run they up, owed so much. You run up this bill in jail. I mean, it's not even a fucking hotel. It's, you're not even staying at a Hilton Inn. You're, no, not you're, even a Motel 6. Not even a Motel 6. Like, you had to pay for everything. Like, say, you know, I, you're found guilty of being a witch in the very beginning of the Salem Witch Trials. You're in there for 14 months. At the end, we're like, oh, shit, my bad. You're not a witch after all. Here's a pardon, and here's your bill. You now owe X amount of money. You haven't worked in 14 months. Such bullshit. You can't even pay to get out of there. Yeah. Like, you, you're probably 
thinking, fuck, I should not have gotten that T-bone steak for dinner the other night. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> me, no, steak and shrimp. God damn it. <laughs> it it's, it's sad, though. It's a, it's a sad reality but it was that, the, that people faced back then. Right. Like, it's like, I'm innocent, but I can't fucking get out of jail because I can't afford my freedom. Like, they, and they couldn't even do, like, an IOU type situation, which mm-hmm. is stupid. Because it was, yeah, anyway. But, you know, on the real, when all, this said, when all is said and done, I think it's, you know, important to ask ourselves, because that's one of the things that, you know, you and I had discussed was, do we believe that these women were actually witches? Um, I would say no, not necessarily. I think the closest thing to a witch in that specific situation, and that's based off of the information that we know, I'd say it would have had to been Tichuba. And I only mention it because I think that, you know, she was historically written to have been caught practicing some type of mysterious ritual. So I would say that she was actually the closest thing we had in this case to a witch. But I don't think that should be confused for like a bad witch attempting to hurt others through it. Because obviously it was also recorded that she was trying to help the kids right. with that ritual she, that she was yeah, doing. She, she made the pea cake, the witch cake. Yeah. So, so like, here's my question to you. Yes. Um, so do you believe in witches uh, like in general, yeah. After everything we did in Salem, what's your general consensus? Yeah, so I do believe in witches, and I do believe in the idea of of magic and practicing magic. Like in my personal case, I've had experiences with La Santa Muerte and ghosts and psychics. So I do believe in modern day witches, especially after Salem. Um, I've I've uh, was already convinced because of my background with this stuff, but I know for you it was a little different, right? You weren't you were kind of you were skeptical, right? So I'm I'm kind of glad you mentioned Santa Muerte because I didn't even think about this. My dad for a while he did dabble with the Santa Muerte. He had the he went because they have like a whole like church thing too, in, right? Yeah, because I know he was there was a time where my dad was going back and forth to Mexico visit his family. He he you know lived there for a little bit uh, a couple years back, but in and he was thriving successfully. Right, yeah. He, financially, he was... Finance, yeah, fi- financially. Because but, of the Santa Muerte. Right, and it was contribu- attributed to La Santa Muerte, mm-hmm. but he was suffering What I later health-wise. put together, yeah, when he was dabbling in that... I remember you kind of telling me that. He, yeah. he was fine in everything, financial-wise, health-wise, and everything. But over time is when he started getting sick. He had, like, uh, uh, I think two strokes, and mm-hmm. he just stopped messing with it. And once he put everything away, did whatever, I don't know what he did to it, but it... His, his health, like, improved significantly. Yeah, mm-hmm. Very, yeah, huge difference. But for me, like, to, going back to the question is, do uh, I did have some skeptic... Skep- what did he say? Skepticism? Skepticism? That, yeah, yes. I did have that <laughs> in the beginning. making me forget my English. <laughs> so, like, curanderas, you know, technically, technically they are witches. They, I do believe in that. So we have to explain what that is. Right. A curandera basically is a healer in the Latino mm-hmm. Mexican culture. And they use like uh, white, like white magic, I guess you yeah. want to call it. So just to give you an Pure example. magic, I think. Yeah. Just to give you an example of what a uh, healer curandera is. Say, for example, you know, you're at work. You get fired for whatever reason. On your way home from work, you get into a car accident that same day. And then you finally get home your water pipes are busted in your house. So it's just... You're like, I'm cursed. Yeah. Someone's yeah. doing this to you me. Would, some people would say it's, Bad oh, karma. It's, a, it's a coincidence. But then all these things happening, expensive things happening when you're out of a job. Yeah, like you said, bad karma. So 
if you believe in the you healing. Okay, your throat acting up on you a little bit there. I I had a burp. Now you want to burp <laughs> on the mic. <laughs> um, uh, so like, if you believe in curanderas healers, one would go uh, after you had all these bad things happen to you, and one day you'd go to one. And they would either tell you, oh, somebody put a curse or somebody's wishing ill on you or somebody has it for you and they're wishing all this bad stuff happening to you. A, the healer, the curandera, would then do whatever she does with the um, herbs and everything to kind of flush all the negative energy away from you. And so, in, like I was saying, that is basically a witch. Yeah. So A sort of a type of witch, yeah. Right. So I do believe in that. Um, but, you know... My answer to the question, I was, I was skeptical mm-hmm. uh, in witches and magic. So would you say that Salem has definitely impacted the way you now oh, see mo- that? Most definitely, yes. Yeah. Okay. Why is that? Um, I have to go into a story, though, from what happened to me with my first experience with witches and psychics and whatnot. Yeah, I guess it'd be good to to kind of know why you were skeptical, because I know this involves a reading that you did mm-hmm. before. I, I, I think I was about 20 years old back back then, uh, back in the Stone Age. So I was at a birthday party, and they had a psychic reader there. And so I was like, you know what, whatever, I'll, I'll check it out, even though I don't really believe in this. It's against my religion at the time and everything. So What I, made you do it to begin um, with? I think you because think? I had never done one. You are just curious. Yeah, and I was yeah. at a party, and... So I was like, why not? You're like, fuck it. Yeah, I'm I, here. I had already had a couple She's of here. vodka sodas and stuff. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me. The psychic was so off on my reading. She was saying that I came from a big family. Okay. She wasn't wrong. I mean, You're I'm like, Mexican. Yeah, I'm Mexican. You can tell I'm Latino. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> I'm Mexican. Most Mexicans come from a really big family. Then she said, I see a lot of kids in your future. You want kids. This is great news. I see about five or six kids. <laughs> this is great news. Yeah, and I'm like, to who? But um, she's like, I see about five or six kids in your future. I told her, I was like, no, actually, I don't want kids. Because at 20 years old, I knew I didn't want kids. And she, I told her, I don't see myself with six kids on top of that. I don't even want one. Right. And she then went on to say, oh, you'll change your mind. You're young. You're Mexican. You want a big family. So, one, she was way off. Two, I was so offended by all that because she, you know, she's throwing into my race and that I wanted, I wanted this and that. I was like, no, I don't want any of that. It was, she was reading, she was doing your reading. More like of a stereotype. Because of, yeah, you're, yeah, with stereotypical, mm-hmm. you know, information or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, she was, she was wrong. Right, way wrong. Okay, so, at that point, um, you didn't believe in it because it didn't go well. Right. So now, how do you feel after the fact after Salem? Because you did a re- we did a reading. Yeah, there. and this it it was a lot. I mean, I hadn't been to a psychic since I was twenty years old. So right. here we are, twelve years, sixty oh, years I'm later. Sorry, seventeen. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> seventeen years later, and so basically, let's go. I'm, I want to dive into how my reading went when when in Salem with the psychic. Yes. So you know, as you know, as I as I went in, I went in with an open mind already, just because I didn't really hundred percent believe in any of this. Yeah, and we also uh, we had spoken about it. Mm-hmm. We, uh, you know, in in addition to speaking about Salem and our experience there and everything and every, um, we wanted to do a a card reading from a psychic because we wanted to in, include that in the episode. Little did we know, 
she was going to be as spot on as she was. Because, yeah. you know, at that point, it's like hit or miss. Yeah. Right? And so, okay, so I'll walk into the little booth or the office or the, her office or whatever. And she, we, you know, we shake hands and, um, and she's like, hey, I'm so-and-so. Hey, I'm pretty nice to meet you. Uh-huh. She sits down. I'm taking my jacket off, you know, just kind of getting comfortable. And her first words are, oh, you don't believe in this, do you? Like, she basically called me out on it. Yeah. And I told her, it's like, it's not that I don't believe in it. I, I'm open to it. I just did, did, haven't had any. The last experience I had was not the greatest. So I don't like, yeah, I'm open to it. I'm 50, 50 on it. I mean, let's see what, let's see in my mind. Let's see what you're going to, let's see what you're going to say. What you're right. going to tell me. But the fact that she off the bat was oh, like, yeah, that huh, the spirits are telling me you're, you're mm-hmm. not a believer, that which kinda, is crazy because obviously that's not what happened with me like at all. So mm-hmm. it's for her to like, in the same way we were walking in like hit or miss mindset, that could have been this, you know, in reverse for her hit or miss yeah. uh, observation. Right. Mm-hmm. So that is pretty wild and she did ask me what what do you what do you want to get out of this reading is what she asked me and i told her it's like honestly i'm not looking for anything um just a general reading i'm in salem why not and she said that the spirits told her that i like to drink i mean yeah i do like to drink <laughs> like maybe a lot sometimes again another assumption though mm-hmm. it, it, yeah you. another assumption i mean 50 50 like maybe yeah i like to drink every now and then i mean sure but and she was saying it that in the sense that you drink heavily, heavily yeah but I was, but I was like, ooh, them, them spirits be snitching though. Yeah. And what she did say, she's like, okay, well, the spirits are telling me that you need to slow down on the drinking, like calm down with, with the drinking. Okay, cool. Noticed, uh, noted. But I still wasn't fully convinced yet because I mean, those are two fifty-fifty chances that she could gotten right or wrong. I don't know. I feel like most people would be kind of convinced, with at that point, because those are two, like, personal uh, observations mm-hmm. that, you know via the spirits we're making about you right so it's like if they like she wouldn't know that if she didn't know you and then unless she she knew you you know she she did make another uh observation she's like this one was kind of vague she goes um okay well i see here that you recently lost somebody like in in the family due to death Mm -hmm. and i was like okay well yeah i mean I, i told her I lost two family members due to COVID. I mean, COVID's been around for two, three years now. So, yeah, I mean, again, that's another 50-50 could be spot on, could not. Mm-hmm. But that was the only time she ever touched on that. She's okay. So she kind of just moved on. And then she, it, this is where it starts getting a little interesting for me. She goes, um, oh, this is kind of interesting. You like to drink. You're a social person, but you don't like people. Okay, that right there, my ears kind of perked. I was like, yeah. how do you get that? That I don't like people. So she goes, um, that's something that no one would know off the bat. But she's like, okay. She goes, you don't like people. I'm intrigued. Like like, more things about you. Mm -hmm. Personal. Personal stuff. And she kind of went in a little deeper this time. She's like, okay. She said that she saw a big move in the future, like a geographical move. That I know where I want to move. And she sees the move happening. But she can't see when. It's going to be this year that the move's going to happen, which is true. We, we do want to get out of Texas. And we started moving, we started planning on moving before this year's over. So, okay, so she hit that kind of head on, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then she went on to say that she sees an abundance of wealth, money-wise, uh, a lot of celebrations going on this summer, roughly around May. She said that this summer is, you know, a great time for me. 
she kept bringing up the summer like a lot. Like she kept mentioning May, June, just a lot, August, a lot of things going on in the summer. And then that's when I told her, I said, okay, well, my birthday's in May. So she's okay. So a lot, a lot is going to happen. There's celebrations. Well, before I told her my birthday, she goes, there's a celebration in May. She goes, well, that's my birthday. She goes, okay, well, you have a lot of good things coming this summer. And she also mentioned that there's a family member of mine that there's tension and that something's going to get, it's going to get resolved around June. She sees a celebration in June, but that this person is supposed to kind of dissolve the tension and kind of say something to me that's going to like move forward from. So positive. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Good. And she's, but she kept mentioning June. She was, I don't know what it is. It's a huge celebration in June. I'm like, well, that's my mom's birthday. So she, oh, okay. So she didn't know that it was my mom's birthday in June. She just kept, again, she kept, she kept pointing at the summer. But the really big one that really stood out. Yeah, this is the one I was waiting for. I'm yeah. like, okay, <laughs> come on, hurry up. Yeah. So she did say that there's someone very close in my life, not a family member, but somebody very close that was either envious or jealous. She, she couldn't figure it out. And that... That person is envious or jealous of what I have, you know, our relationship, you and I's relationship. And she couldn't figure out if this person was a guy or a girl because of, you know, two we're in a gay relationship. So she said it could be a guy with very feminine characteristics mm-hmm. or it could be a woman. She goes, it's kind of hard for me to fi- figure out which one it is. Right. But she did say that this person at one point had some sort of an infatuation or a love interest in me and i was like mm, no my friends don't really see me that way i'm not really yeah. like that. like anyone that you knew of or whatever right. and, yeah. uh, that uh, has openly told me that or that, yeah, yeah or being that close to how she was portraying this person uh she went on to say that this person has a lot of negative energy and is going to bring some like turmoil in my life and that i needed to get this person out of my life like she kept, she she kept coming back. She was like, because we would break away from this particular reading, and she would talk about like the abundance of wealth and the summer. And then she kept coming back. She goes, this person keeps coming back. The spirits keep keep mentioning this person to me. She goes, yeah, this she, this person is negative. You need to get this person out. And to me, the sad part about it, what what how I felt when she told me this, she goes, it's like you knew. I kind of knew. But at the same time, I didn't want to assume or, like, give her information. I wanted to see how this is going to play out, what she was going to tell me. She goes, well, this person is going to be out of your life around April or March. Again, she keeps giving me these specific months. She goes, this person is going to do something where you're going to be like, okay, this is enough. And you just kind of wash your hands and move on from this person. And she told me that this person also has had trouble with love. Like, he, he or she has not found a partner in years like in a long time and this at this point i feel like it's kind of yeah i kind of pretty clear who mm-hmm. you're thinking about. yeah at this point i'm like okay i think i i think i know who you're talking about i told her she was oh so you know it's like i don't know but i have a suspicion or i kind of sort of know maybe who you may be talking about or and why is that uh just because i've i've had some tension or turmoil like like recently with uh some of my close friends um, but again, this is not, this is, these are things that she, the psychic would not know because I mean, it, it's, 
It's very specific to your situation. And she's hitting all these like head on because I'm getting thrown for a loop because, again, I kind of know who she's talking about. And she she went on to say this person is she goes, oh, so you know who this is? I was like, I think I know who it is. And then she was like, OK, well, this person is uh, probably liked you at one point. It's like, no, there's no way if I if I think who you're talking about. And she's like, why are they straight? I was like, well, a lot of basically all of my close friends, they're all very straight. And she goes, no, not this person. This person is battling with their sexuality. Like there's an internal battle that they're going through. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's like a lot of my friends are very really interesting because I know that a lot of people who know about this uh, specific friend of yours in the situation have always speculated, speculated and mentioned the same thing. And Mm -hmm. I've been specifically asked this Mm -hmm. question before. So, yeah, I mean, and as you're telling me all of this, I'm shook Mm -hmm. because I made the connection with my reading later um, when we were having dinner after mm-hmm. we both had gotten our reading done. So we're having dinner and you mention it. And I think she even mentioned it to you that it came up in your reading. Yes. But she was like that. And that's what she couldn't connect. Mm-hmm. She's like, there's a link with this person. Um, are you done with your reading? So uh, almost. Almost. Yeah. Uh, so again, uh, and I told her, like, no, a lot of, all of my friends are very secure with their sexuality. They're either really straight or not. And she's no, this person, they're battling. They're they're either lying to themselves or they're not being true. So and I was like, no, I don't I kept like telling her I don't think so. She was she kept making the face like, no, this this is what I'm being told by the spirits. They're they're really adamant. Like she was convinced. Yeah, like even she was convinced, not even knowing this person. And I'm like, okay. Um, that was basically the majority of my reading. Uh, but like going back on it, I'm like, she did ask me, so what'd you think? And I told her, I, she knew about my past experience with psychics. I'm like, that was a negative one back then. I was like, this one, I was thrown, like, completely off. You were like, shook it. Yeah, I, I came <laughs> out of there like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. So, but it was it was definitely interesting. Yeah. So, here's what hooked me, right? It wasn't even the fact that it was my reading. Um, it was It was the fact that... After it was the after fact, mm-hmm. right? Because as she's doing my reading, I was I was like she had me with, with my reading, like yeah. everything she was telling me. Um, but it was when you and I had that conversation, um, after the fact when we were having dinner. Yeah, because you went first, then I, I went, did go first, and, and then... so she. So what's crazy is she brings up this person in my reading. She's like, you have a you. She's like, there's somebody in in your life in your path right now that is coming up that the spirits are telling me you need like this person is is draining energy and time from you that they don't deserve and that you need to cut this person out of your life and she kept and again she would break away we would have Mm -hmm. a conversation and she would just come back to this person again and again and again and she's telling me you need to you need to cut this person out and 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 i the entire time i'm like i have no idea who you're talking about no idea because I am very good about cutting people out of my life yeah. that are draining my time and energy and aren't deserving of it, right? Mm-hmm. So you are. So I don't have people like that in my life. All of my friends that I do have in my life who you've met ha- are just amazing people. They're, I'm very lucky and very fortunate to have that kind of circle around me. I mean, 
and I'm very good about doing it anyway. Um, my circle is small, but the people that I do have are really great friends. Mm -hmm. So she's telling me this information and I'm like, I have no idea who you're talking about. Absolutely no idea. So, you know, we, we break away from it. She doesn't bring it up after I've, you know, kind of talked down that, you know, whole thing. She's like, I just see this link and I just, I don't know, but this person is just keeps coming up in your cards. So anyway, we ended up like forgetting about it. Then we're having dinner, you and I, and you tell me about this person and you even went as far as saying, yeah, like she actually mentioned that, oh, now this makes sense. Mm -hmm. This person was coming up on your boyfriend's reading because yes, he was linked to this person, but it was your reading. Right. Like he came up in your, in your reading. So like that to me is just I know, like yeah, because I, I know you, when I cause when I told you at dinner, you were like, "What the I fuck?" I didn't, like, I didn't put it together. I didn't piece the the story together until you told me your reading, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Oh my god, duh!" Yeah. Like, how did I not <laughs> see that? But at the time, obviously, I was relating the the reading to me, right, so yeah. I didn't think about that. So how did how did your reading go? Mine was really good. Um, like you, I was shooketh. Um, <laughs> because I, you know. I'm, I have a background with this kind of, of stuff. Um, so I've, you know, oh, always going with an open mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually have never, haven't gotten a reading from someone that I haven't met. So my family has a psychic tarot card reader that we always go to. Okay. Mm-hmm. So her name's Santi, and she's been in our lives since I can remember. So I always go to her when I have done that. And I've only done a reading, I think, two, maybe three times. So I've never done one with anyone else but her. Mm-hmm. So this was different, but I was open-minded, obviously. Ooh, next time we go to Santi, she'll be like, mm-mm, you back? I see she you, said, I see you oh, talking to somebody that's else. funny. The spirits are telling me. And again, the spirits tell me you're yeah. trifling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you cheating. <laughs> um, so as soon as I sit down with the psychic reader, you know, she off the bat just comes for me. She's like, huh, this is interesting. She's like, the spirits are telling me that you know about us. You know about them. You, you're familiar with this, with this um, um, sort of situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, like, you know, so off the bat, she's just, again, like kind of just assuming something that she would never know about well, me. How did you walk in? Did you walk in like casually or did you walk in like, hey, sisters? Yeah. <laughs> did it like did it did I give it away? Um no, yeah. I mean, I was super chill and you know, like you, she asked me like what I was, you know, uh, there for and I was like, "Well, you know, I'm in Salem, like I've never I've never done a card reading um in Salem, so I thought, why not? Let's give it a shot." And so that's really it and that's how she started, but she off the bat was like, "Hey, you're familiar with this." And and she's like, "How's that?" And so I told her my story and everything. Um and then one of the things involving my story was she was like, huh, see, I, you see a lot of spirits in the corner of your eye and in the dark and maybe when you wake up, but you ignore it and try to logic the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, yeah, that's something that I've, I don't tell people. I see shadows and things like that all the time, all the time, but I never say anything because, you know, it's just something that you are trying to ignore or whatever yeah. and you're just trying to make sense of it or what have you. Um, but it's not something that you really try to 
give any attention to. And so she's telling me all this stuff and like my anxiety is just building up. But it's just it's, it is so weird how 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 spot on she was. And you know it's funny one thing I did not mention in my reading was your she did she mentioned your anxiety because when she was talking to me She's like, she had a pause once and she's like, I'm sorry. She goes, your boyfriend's anxiety is like so high. Like I, and she goes, okay, he left. And I didn't know this until we were at dinner and you're like, oh yeah, I left to go buy a sticker at another souvenir shop or whatever. Yeah. So while she, you were getting your reading. Yeah. And like, there's no way she could have known that you had left the, the store. Right. Yeah. I just figured you like walked to another part of the store there, but no, you had actually left the entire building. Yeah. And she picked up on that. She goes, okay, no, he's gone. He left. She was, she was really on point. She even um called out my, my, I guess like creative side. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know, implying I'm, I'm working on something creative that um she sees me dedicated to right now. And, and she's like, you're a good writer. You're doing this because you love it and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, the podcast, yeah. you know? So, it's, I mean, this girl was just on it. Like, she knew what she was talking about. She was good at it. And, I mean, she did a really good job. So, ultimately, um, you know, when it comes down to the reading, I was really happy with it. I wasn't super – I was, I'm not going to say I was super impressed because my, my girl, Santi, always gets it right. She's a psychic queen, you know? So well, we'll see if you feel that way next time you talk to her. <laughs> no, I mean, she's really good. Yeah. I, and, I, and I feel the need to tell you guys about what she's predicted in my life that has happened. And it's so much. I don't, I don't even know where to begin. But, and, I've, and I've told you a little mm-hmm. bit of, about Santi. Yeah. But Santi is – um just i so let me just start from the beginning this is when i first had this conversation or a psychic reading right and it was how old were you i was 13 okay um and oh no 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 i wasn't 13 i'm sorry i was 18 um i was 18 uh 17 or 18 or so Mm -hmm. um and i wanted to speak with her because of a breakup so i had just broken up with my first boyfriend ever okay um i was super heartbroken obviously you know this is my first boyfriend i'm kind of like just experiencing what it is to be a gay man and and be in a relationship with another man so it was just super new for me and i just had a lot of questions right like what does my future look like you know and and something had always been a part of my mom's life or whatever and my my tias and so she's been around so i knew and i was like you know i want to talk to her somebody you just you know it's just one of those things where you're just like looking for anything at that point to mm-hmm. find comfort in yeah heartbroken you're yeah young and-, and this was just that moment it just presented itself and i did and here's the thing about santi she lives in guatemala so she does not live in the states even yeah. and yet her predictions are still so spot on so these, which is what's so bizarre these predictions they're all over phone or whatsapp they're or... over whatsapp okay. yeah so i mean you could call I'll her call, but it's yeah. like super expensive so you just you know whatsapp mm-hmm. that um but anyway so she actually predicted luis in my life so my, it, how old my were you soon to be ex-husband how old were you when you met luis um i was like 19 okay so and i later. and i had my two years ish because i was i was like 17 okay. when i got had the reading so she actually predicted Louise. She okay. told me that I was going to meet uh, a man uh, similar in age, like not not old, not much older than me. They're around the same age, so he's we're a year apart. Um, and that he was going to look European. Um, he was going to be taller so than me. What European? European? Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, well, what am I saying? European? Europe, yeah. Europe, European. <laughs> European. <laughs> oh, my God. European. And um, that he was going to have a very thick masculinity, mm-hmm. like thick eyebrows, um, that he was going to be tall. Um, which, I mean, he is all those things. All of those things, yeah. which is crazy. And that um, he and I were going to help each other a lot um, financially. And in our lives, um, we were going to be uh, push each other to um, to accomplish goals together. So I helped him through school. He helped me through school. Um, I also got my citizenship via my marriage. Um, so just a bunch of big life chapters. And he also mentioned that our families were both going to be very loving and accepting of each other. So just like. All of that. And she's predicting this two years before you even meet Luis. Before I even meet him. Yeah. Okay. But what's crazy is that it, and she tells me that we, while, although we were going to accomplish all of these things together, that we were not going to last in our marriage, that we were going to be married for no more than 10 years. Okay. Luis and I were together for eight, eight years. So, I mean, that's pretty much yeah. on like right there in, in accuracy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that, she goes and it's she didn't stop there. So she tells me about all that, which all of that happened. Okay. And then she goes as far as to predict you in my life, who I assume to be you. Right. Because when, when, was this the same time period she did this prediction? And the I, same card reading, the okay. same card reading, same session, basically. Same session. Yeah. Um, but she goes as far as predicting you, mm-hmm. which is, what did she which say? now just thinking about it is like, what you know, just crazy as we're here sitting here talking about this. Um, but she, she goes on to say that I was going to meet the next person that I was going to meet after that was not going to be long after Luis and I mm-hmm. called it off, which was on point yeah. as well. <laughs> um, we, our relationship, you know, kind of blossomed fairly quickly. Yeah, I did. Um, so she mentions you in that aspect. And then she says that she's like, this person is going to be, um, much older than you. Like, um, I see a, a 10 year gap, which is um, close to what we're at. Close but to where how we're do you, at. What did she, did she describe me in any physical, uh, yes, like she did. Yeah, she did. Um, so she, so you and you and I are about what? Eight years apart. Eight years. Yeah. Yeah. So and she mentioned 10 years. So that, I mean, that's close enough. I mean, close, for, very from close. You being 18 to now yes. 29. She also mentioned that this person was going to be dark skin complected, which I'm very dark. Yes. <laughs> um, and so, you know, it's funny because at that time, I thought it was like going to be like a black oh, man. Oh, you were all for it. Because I like, you know, I have a thing for black guys. Mm. And um, okay, moving on. <laughs> but um, yeah, so she mentioned that. And I was like, wow. Like, so she mentioned that you were uh, going to be. Um, older than me, dark complected, and then she also mentioned that I was going to travel the world with this person. Which is and it wasn't until I met you that I started really yeah, traveling. And I, we've talked about that on the podcast mm-hmm. before. So yeah, because I know we've started traveling um, like during co- during COVID, we took yeah. a couple trips, and we're now planning. I mean, it was not even shortly after we started hanging out again that you and I started mm-hmm. started um traveling and now we're like we're traveling the u.s for work and we're about now to i'm take, a traveling king <laughs> we're about to take a big international trip coming up in december yeah, so. yeah but i mean even before that i mean look at what we're doing for look at what i do for work mm-hmm. yeah um so all of these things were just spot on and so like and, now and again this is a prediction or a, a reading when you were 18 right now 17 18 now yeah. you're 29 over 10 29. years over 10 years ago she 
she basically called out all these things that were going to happen in your life. It's it is very bizarre to think about it, but yeah, I mean, it's just so spot on. So something has called out many predictions that have happened um, in my mom's life, and I mean, she told my my mom that my dad was cheating with one a family member, close family member, um, and my mom didn't believe it. So I mean, yeah, it's just so many. So I mean, I can sit here and talk about her predictions all day because yeah. she has so many that have happened. But it's, it is very crazy and real to think that someone can see your future in this way, right? Like, very, yeah. aside from aside from all of my personal strange experiences with things like this, you know, with ghosts or whatever, I mean, for a psychic witch um, to be able to do this kind of thing is, is a complete, you know, thing of its own. Mm-hmm. But, I, but this is why I've always felt comfortable with these type of situations. Santi told me um, all this back when I was 17 years old, and I'm about to be 30, and look at you and I. Like, we just got together not even a year ago. Yeah. So it is just, it's bizarre. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah. So with that, I mean, are we, is that what you're... I mean, that's, just, that's I'm done as far as, as far as my story goes. Um, I think we're kind of running on, Ooh, uh, yeah, with time up. But, um, over the time, but I guess I'll go into my, to my Kosovo takeaway, yeah, or do you want to go let first? Me, let me do first, because okay. again, yours are always better than mine. Did and you read it already? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to say <laughs> I, I did it. <laughs> the spirits are telling me your reading's going to be better than mine. <laughs> but let me just do mine, and then that way you can just kind of blow mine out of the water, just to get that, just to, you know, get out yeah, of the way. Yeah, go for it. So, for me, I took going to Salem in stride, you know, because one, I had already been there before, and I didn't imagine that a second time there would change how I view, you know, witches, psychics, and magic. I know some people think that it's quote-unquote wrong because of religious beliefs and that's okay i mean everyone's entitled to their own beliefs um but i did something that i wanted to do something i had been curious about doing again and it really did turn me into a believer because i went from not believing in this type of psychic readings and whatnot right yeah and i definitely went in with a very open mind and i can't say completely changed my life but my experience in Salem this time around was definitely an awakening, an eye-opener, just to... Have an open mind. Have an open mind, yeah. yeah. Just to go in and just, I mean, if you want to do something, just try it out, check it out, see what happens. And yeah, you'll be very surprised, maybe, like I was. Nice. So yeah. your Kosovo takeaway is it go just, in with an open mind. Yeah. Do things with an open mind. Cool. I think what I've gained from my experience and my visit to Salem is the idea that the witch hunt formula is very real and it's what we should fear. The idea of fear of fear itself. Okay. Um, and I'll, and I'll explain that it's, it's, it's why the Salem witch trials happened and it's why we continue to see the witch hunt formula play out again and again. So the witch, witch hunt formula is fear plus a trigger equals a scapegoat. Okay. So again, fear plus a trigger equals scapegoat. And I'll mention examples of that. Uh, fear in this, the devil plus Dr. William Griggs and the Catholic Church, the trigger equals the Salem witch trials. Okay. okay. Yeah. Infection plus AIDS equals targeting the gay community. Japan okay. plus Pearl Harbor equals the Japanese American concentration camps. Racism plus ignorance equals slavery. And most recently, trans children plus Greg Abbott equals legal prosecution of trans children's parents and support systems. Oh, you went there. 
That's a, that's that's a big one too because yeah, that was just recently announced. There there are so many forms of this formula that we've seen played out time and time again, and that will continue to play out. When will it stop? Probably never, because we will always be afraid of what uh, people can't understand or people can't relate to. So that is my Kosovo takeaway. Um, next week, we are going to be discussing Is Love Blind? Inspired by the Netflix show Love is Blind. The second season came out. You just started watching the first one because I'm yeah, forcing you to. I but you're like into so it now. I'm so upset that you got me hooked on it because I was yeah. watching it. I was like, oh, these people are idiots. What the <laughs> fuck are they? And then by <laughs> episode three, I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Hold on. Something's happening. Yeah. I was like so into it. You weren't even watching anymore. I'm all like sitting at well, the Well, because I had seen the first season. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a great show. We're going to talk about Is Love Blind? We're going to discuss that um, between each other, mm-hmm. obviously you know, your specific situation is going to fall into this. So, I mean, we do have experience when it comes to this specific situation. Um, So we are going to talk about that. Um, But before we continue with the uh, ending of the um, episode, I did want to mention, you know, my heart goes out to everyone in Ukraine. Um, What's happening over there is super sad. Um, There are no words to describe a situation like that. I mean, what you see on social media, everything that's happening, it is just awful. Yeah. Um, It's sad that we we can't do anything about it. Um, And you and I discussed doing an episode dedicated to what's happening over there. Um, But ultimately, we decided not to. And the reason for that was because we see it so much Mm -hmm. on social media on the news it's everywhere um in our show we want it to be an opportunity or a chance for you to be able to step outside of outside of something so heavy like that and you know be able to get away for 45 minutes an hour and be entertained so we decided to go with a much more lighthearted conversation and and that's why we ended up on is love blind but we obviously want to take a, a minute to to uh, discuss that because if you don't know about it, it's definitely important to to look it up and have a conversation about that because it is very tragic what's happening over there. Very, yeah. Yeah. Couldn't have said, said it better myself, obviously. Cuando? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. With that being said, um, be sure to check out our show on all major streaming platforms. Definitely rate, subscribe, and share this episode with your friend, family coworker, your boss maybe not your priest but yeah anyone you can think of <laughs> <laughs> follow us on all social media using the at kosovo podcast handle you can find us on facebook and twitter also use our tag at kosovo to keep up with what we're doing and catch a new episode every single tuesday see you guys next week yeah see you bye